It's February, and that means two things. It's Groundhog's Day, and it also means that 96% of people have already forgotten their New Year's resolutions, and they're about to live the same year over again. But not you, because for the month of February, my free gift to you is your golden ticket to a new year. With my Brave Vision Blast Off Workbook, you will gain clarity, which is the number one reason why most women quit. They don't know what to do. So find out what you're called to do, harness your energy, gain momentum, reach your goals this year, and experience a brand new year, not just another year. Don't leave your success to chance. Go to braveheartedwoman.com forward slash vision blast off to get your free download today or just click the link in the notes. You'll be so glad you did. Do you often think, I wish I wasn't such an introvert or if I only had more guts? I'm afraid it's just too late for me. I could never look that good or I don't have what it takes to achieve this or that. I guess this is just how it's going to be. If you've ever thought those things or others similar, then this episode is for you. Hey, this is Don Damon, the Braveheart Mentor, and this is my podcast, The Bravehearted Woman. I'm here to raise the brave in you. So hit subscribe if you haven't done so. That way you'll never miss another episode. You ready? Let's get brave. Always good to be back with you, my brave-hearted sister. I hope you're doing well, smashing all of your goals, and I hope that you are taking courageous action. It's okay if you're stepping into the unknown. We all have to do it at times, and the unknown is always unknown until it's known. And then you think, what was I waiting for? So today's all about being brave, and we're going to talk about confidence today. As I said in the beginning of the opening, have you ever had those thoughts? Like, I wish I wasn't such an introvert or I wish I was more outgoing. I, I wish I had the courage or the guts to do something like that. Well, how about this? Are you ready to shift out of that? Let's just step out of that self-doubting, that timidity, and let's start to brandish our brave, confident heart. You ready to do that? Do you even know what a life of confidence would feel like? What it would look like to be courageous and step into it? In fact, answer that question. What would you do if you didn't include fear in your thought process? What steps of courageous action would you take? What unknown would you be willing to face? Well, sometimes I think we just have to flat out get tired of insecurity ruling our life, tired of intimidation, forcing us to feel stuck. Yes, stuck and keeping us living small and insignificant. I'm at war with small and insignificant. And it doesn't have to be that I'm known to the entire world, although I'm ready for that if that's what my creator has for me. But just in my world, I don't want to shrink. I don't want to feel small. I'm not going to. How about you? Have you made that decision? Have you had that it's enough moment in your life? Well, this is going to help you bolster your confidence quotient today. 
So let's explore. I want to give you three terms and I'm actually going to offer you today my free gift called Boost Your Confidence and Soar with Self-Esteem. And you can find out how to get that free gift in the notes. But so I'm going to let you get that gift to give you the five things you can start today to ignite your confidence. But I do want to define what we're talking about. So confidence, just straight confidence, is the belief that you have in your abilities and your skills and your performance. And as you can hear with those words, confidence at that level has to do with how you you show up doing a certain task. Like you've done it before, you know you're good at it, you know you can do it again. You have built confidence in this area because you've done it many times. For example, I am a speaker and when I stand on that stage, I don't have fear, I don't have intimidation, I don't have trepidation. What I have is I was born for this. I know that I'm going to tear it up in a good way. I know that I have an ability and I have a skill because I've done it over and over and over and over again. And I've become very confident in my performance. Maybe you're a swimmer or a singer or a writer or maybe just something like whatever you do in your job or your career and you know you're good at it. You have ability and you have skill, and you have performance. So that's confidence. But if we notch it down a little bit deeper, we're going to talk about self-confidence. And this is a deeper belief, and it's a feeling of trust that you have in your ideas, your presence, social skills, your capabilities, and your sound judgments. So you can see how this gets a little bit deeper, doesn't it? That has more to do with your value as a person or the quality of person that you are, what you bring. So when you walk into a room, you have a sense of confidence. You don't think, oh, they're better than me or I don't belong here. You have self-confidence. You know that your ideas are valuable. You have a deep belief and trust in your capability. I can do this or I can try this. I'm strong enough in who I am and my personality that I can reframe any mistake that I have as a lesson learned or I can reframe failure as a result that I like or didn't like. And so I feel pretty good about that. But self-confidence is not self-esteem. Self-esteem is the belief you have in yourself with appreciation. I appreciate me and my value. I appreciate me and my worth. I appreciate and value me and my qualities. And I have a high opinion or a healthy opinion of myself. Now, do you see the distinction between the three? There are a lot of people who have confidence. Let's take an actor. That's an easy one. That's low-hanging fruit, right? So an actor can stand on that stage and perform and do an amazing job. They can win awards and they even have self-confidence. They know how to show up at the award banquet. They have good ideas. They sit at the table. They're willing to offer their thoughts and their ideas because they have self-confidence. But sometimes you'll find that at the very core of them, they don't feel that they have value. 
They have low self-worth. You see them sabotage their career all the time. You can see that they have a low opinion of themselves. So just because they're excellent in their job doesn't mean at the core of them that they feel really valuable. So healthy self-confidence and self-esteem come together to form a very solid core of you as an individual where you feel capable of navigating through life. You show up with self-assurance. You have a feeling of calm certainty like, I got this. I'm good. I know I can do this. And you like yourself while you do it. Now, let me give you some myth busters just for a minute. Uh, Confidence is not something you are born with. No, it is not. It is a trait that you build. In fact, there's something that might blow your mind and I'm going to share it with you in just a moment. So hang on. But confidence is not something you're born with. Now, saying that, I will tell you, there's a book out right now called The Confidence Code, The Science of Art and Self-Assurance. And Katie Kay wrote this with some other collaborators. And this is what we've discovered. This is what we do know, that there are some resident hormones within you that could add or give you a predisposition towards confidence or towards insecurity. Let me talk about those three hormones just for a moment. The serotonin, which is the happy gene, levels of serotonin in your body. If you have a high serotonin, you might be more outgoing or a little more chipper and happy. And when you're happy, then you're willing to take risks. When you're happy and you feel good about yourself, you're willing to do things. People say that's confidence. A lack of serotonin might be something where you say, I got to play it safe. I'm going to live small. I'm not comfortable going out there. Then there's the oxytocin, that's the cuddle gene. And you know this cuddle gene, if you've ever birthed a baby, you've had a surge of oxytocin right after birth or nursing a baby. That's the bonding hormone that happens. Women, we also get it right after a sexual encounter. That's why you want to make sure if you're having a sexual encounter that it's with a partner that you love because you will bond with that individual because of the hormone oxytocin. That's the cuddle gene or the bonding gene. So if you have high levels in that, have you ever been around a person who will, as they're talking to you, have to reach out and touch you? They have to feel, you know, or squeeze you or pinch you or tap you. Well, they may have higher levels of oxytocin. And then there is this gene called COMT COMT. Now this is a tricky gene because um, it controls the dopamine in our body. And it's interesting because it's called the worrier or the warrior gene. And the worrier gene, if you have this variation of COMPT, then you'll see that there's anxiety and there's worry and there's fretting and there's a tendency to fixate on something. If you have the warrior variant of this gene, then you find yourself ready to fight the fight or flight, the dopamine is surging, you're, you feel brave and courageous and cocky and you're ready to go for it. So these three hormones in various ways in your body and various levels and variants of each one of these could add to something that we call the confidence gene. However, in-depth research, it still comes back to this, y'all, 
Confidence is not something just a few lucky people get or graced with. It is a quality. Say this with me. I can pursue, I can improve, and I can possess. All right? Say it again like you mean it. I can pursue, I can improve, I can possess. Confidence is mine. So again, Mythbuster, confidence is not arrogance. It's not pride. It's just the result of experience proving to ourselves that we can accomplish this task. We've done it before. We can do it again. I have knowledge that I'm capable in every circumstance. And I do. I have that confidence. Even if it's something I've never done before or I've never been there before. Sure, I might have a little nervous jitter here or there, but I know how to self-soothe. I know how to self-talk. I know how to regulate my emotion and keep myself in harmony and balance. That's a confidence that I have because I've practiced that. I've learned how to do that. And you can too. Self-confidence, remember though, it's not self-esteem. So we've got to get to the core. If you don't believe in your worth, if you're not convinced that you matter, if you don't really believe that you hold an important place in the world or that you're worthy of good things, You've got a self-esteem issue, not a confidence issue. If you think that failure is a person, not an event, if you feel like I am a failure, not like I failed, but I am a failure, you've accepted that identity as yours, you've got a self-esteem issue. That also can be addressed and needs to be. That's what I do with my clients all the time as we do confidence coaching, mindset makeover coaching, brave-hearted women, university coming soon. Oh, I let the cat out of the bag. Can't wait to tell you more about it. However, this is what I walk with my clients in. And you can be one of my clients, by the way. I can tell you more about that. But have you learned that you don't shame yourselves when you make a mistake? You wouldn't shame your very best friend. Don't shame you. Be your best freaking friend. Take good care of you. Speak kindly to you. Be compassionate to you. Do you think, you know, I don't rebound real quickly after making a mistake or after being hurt? I'm not able to reframe failure. Then we have a self-esteem issue. We got to get to the heart of that. But in an article recently published in Psychology Today, the author Erica Kazriel, she mentioned it. She said the reality is that most socially confident people deliberately learn specific skills. And you can too. Here's why. Here's why I was going to say this is going to maybe blow your mind or maybe you absolutely know this, but confidence is a belief that creates feelings. And you know, we are in control of our feelings. Therefore, we are in control of our confidence because confidence is a habit. The lack of confidence is a habit. We can choose, we can choose or we can accept or reject beliefs. And we can also choose feelings and emotions. And so therefore, we get to determine our level of confidence. Even if you're shy and you have that variant of gene that says, I have a low serotonin, I'm shy. No, self-confidence growing in you means you're not going to shy away from new opportunities anymore. You're not going to live small. You're not going to miss out on taking risks. You are going to step into the unknown. Come on, somebody. You're not going to suffer with chronic insecurity. You're not going to have persistent self-doubt. We're going to smash that. You don't have to overcompensate with a confidence disguise or bravado. 
Although if you're practicing, it might look like that for a while. Go ahead and step into that. That's better than being a shrinking violet in the corner. And you don't have to isolate and fear socializing because you've got true confidence. So say this with me again. I am a confident and worthwhile woman. I am a confident woman and I bring value and I am valuable. So let me say it again. Confidence is a habit. Your level of confidence is something that you have programmed and you automatically go to it. You automatically speak of it. You might say, they're so confident. I don't have that kind of confidence. Whoop, there it is. You just told your unconscious brain, this is how you show up. You show up with a lack of confidence. You show up in timidity. You show up with fear. You show up with anxiety. And if you give yourself permission to have anxiety, you will have all of the physical symptoms. I know I've battled anxiety. I know what it is. That's how you want to show up. Your body will give it to you every time because it's been programmed into your unconscious mind. It will send the signals, the hormones, all of the nerve endings. Everything will respond to the belief that you hold. So the belief that you hold is I have an identity of not being a confident person. And your unconscious mind works. It will work for you or it will work against you. But it will just automatically give you these results. That's why you have to insert powerful habits into your level of confidence. And you do that with intentionality. So I'm going to give you five ways that you can boost your confidence right now. But to get those five ways, you just have to ask for my free gift. I can't wait to send it to you. Go to my website, braveheartedwoman.com and ask for the free gift. There's a button you can click on. It's yours, no string attached, how to boost your confidence and soar with self-esteem. All right, because this is your moment. This is your time to rise and shine. I'm here to awaken you to your dreams and help you rise to your design. That's what this is all about. So don't miss your moment and your opportunity. All right, y'all, I hope you're doing well. You are doing well. You choose to do well. Don't just have a great day. Make it a great day. You got the power. Let's say that again. I got the power. Okay. This is it. So leaving you like I always do, it's time for you to find your brave and live your vision. Don Damon, Braveheart Mentor, saying to you, go make it a great day. Thanks for hanging out with me today and becoming brave. If this has helped you, be sure to share it with someone and subscribe so you never have to miss another episode. For more about me, my books, my coaching, or online courses, visit DawnDamon.com. And as always, be brave and live your vision.